0: Hey everybody, this is CrossBlocker, and I just wanted to say if you're giving this a listen, thank you so much. I'm going to try my hardest to make sure that I make this a, hmm, how do I put this? I don't want to say weekly because this shit was hard to do the first time. I'm going to try to make it a regular thing again, especially with all the fact that I'm uh, doing a lot more shows now. Actually, this Wednesday, uh, March 4th, I will be hosting an open mic night at the CBD Cafe in Old St. Augustine Road. Uh, I'm actually going to be having this go on every single Wednesday, so it doesn't matter what time or what day you hear this podcast, there will be a regular Wednesday night open mic night hosted by yours truly. It's going to be between the hours of 8 o'clock to 10. Uh, Get there around 8.30, no problem, but you will be coming up there to listen to a bunch of hilarious comics, including myself, and if even you want to give it a try, Feel free to. There is no judgment. There's a safe place. But here on my podcast, I'm wanting to switch it up a little bit and uh, actually add skits. Now, as great as it is to do skits, I had a lot of fun uh, writing it up and, you know, making it and recording. But who fucking knew that editing was going to be the hardest part of the whole thing? So I advertised this podcast about a little under two, three weeks ago, and I just now got it all finished up. So, without further ado, please listen to the very first skit that we made called "Record Label Disaster." That's a lie. I didn't call it "Real Record Label Disaster." <laughs> no. Okay. So uh, let's just call it "Record Label."
1: For the longest time. For
0: the longest time. I love this song so much. Good Lord, golly. Mr. Crispino, there is a Jael Hall here to see you. Okay, yeah, you yeah, no, send him in.
1: Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, sir? Uh, it's great to finally meet you, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, you as well.
1: And who are these fine gentlemen? Uh, these are some of my producers and best friends. Uh, they're honestly the reason why my music sounds so good.
0: Ah, so these are the singers behind the curtain, huh? Well, why are you guys not getting the reggae deal, huh? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But how we doing? We doing good? Alright, perfect. Well, first things first, it's great to finally meet, and I'm excited to be working with you. A little bit about myself, my name is Tony Crispino, and I'm the CEO of Flying High Records. Uh, a little bit about me, I've worked with a bunch of new artists who go on to become the big stars and names that they are today. Just to name drop a few of the biggest people in showbiz, I've worked with Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, without Chili Peppers, and even some of today's artists like ASAP Rocky, Harry Styles, and Camille Cabello. Damn, Chili Peppers? Michael Jackson? fucking ASAP? Yep, one of my very first hip-hop artists. He had a huge fascination with pesos. Never understood why. But look, Jayo, before we go any further, I'd like to discuss a few little things with you. Alright, yeah, what's up? Alright, so, I've listened to your tape, and let me tell you, I love it.
1: Thank you, Tony, man, I appreciate it. Uh, I've been working on it for like two years. Yeah, 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 two years, fantastic.
0: Now, as much as I love the tape, I'd like to suggest a few changes, if I may. Changes? Man, I I thought you loved it. Oh, no, 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 I do. I really, really do. However, it just doesn't appeal to all audiences. Which, in order for you to be a star, you're gonna need to have some lyrics that everybody can get down with. You know what I'm saying? I I know that much like every other rapper in the biz... Your comfort zone is rapping about bitches, monies, and drugs. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man. That's not really me. That's not really what I rap about. Oh, sure you do. In your song, Manifest Destiny, which I heard on your track, you said, Go harder than Rob De Niro. Now, personally, that's my favorite line of the song. I repeat it every time it comes on. But everybody listening knows you're inferring that you're making all the money Doing all the drugs and having sex with all the broads, much like Mr. De Niro did during his prime. <laughs> nah,
1: man, I'm sorry, but that's not what I meant when I said all that. Uh, bu- 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 hear me out,
0: hear me out. Now look, all that glamorizing that gangster lifestyle is all in the past now. All the drug slinging you had the to fuck? do to make ends meet, all the shootouts you used to have, all the baby mama <laughs> drama. I get it. now about. that you're going to be a superstar, you don't have to worry about. It. Any of that
1: anymore. Nah, man, that's not me. I've never sold drugs, any of that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, of
0: course not. Yeah, hit making now. You gotta hide all that if you wanna be at the top. I get it. But, you see, all that crap appeals to just a small group of people who enjoy that kind of topic. Granted, that seems to be all music nowadays, but in order to grab the attention of all audiences, we need to make lyrics that we can all agree on. Make sense?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, but, uh, I'm going to be honest, Tony. I'm really on the fence about all of this shit.
0: Oh, on the fence? What do you mean on the fence? Well,
1: first off, I'm not trying to appeal to all audiences. I'm trying to make music for people that want to hear what I'm trying to say and listen to my words rather than stuff for everybody. I'm not trying to make everybody happy. If I want to do that, I'll be a fucking pop singer, you know? Oh, oh, I see. You don't trust me. That's what it's all about, isn't it, huh? No, no, no. I'm not saying I don't trust you. It's just that I'm not trying to be a fucking pop singer. I'm not fucking Taylor Swift. Well, you're not going pop, and you're definitely not going to be Taylor
0: Swift. You're taking the route that'll get you far in your career. Think of yourself as uh, the next Khalid.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, nah, nah. This is not going to work, man. I'm gone. Oh, no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm sorry about that.
1: L- listen to me. Here's what
0: I meant when I said, think of yourself as Khalid. Think of the numbers that he's got, okay? So Khalid started no more than four years ago as a hot new artist. Sure, he had some songs that made Billboard Hot 100 lists, but it wasn't until he did that song with Logic that he made number three on the list. Now, if he hadn't done a song addressing mental health, then I guarantee he wouldn't have had the popularity to get his latest song Mm -hmm. talked to the position it got to. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying, Jairo?
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, I see what you're saying.
0: Okay, good. So we're on the same page, right? Okay, so go ahead, go in that booth, and we'll get started. Now, Jael, the song Die Hard, love it, favorite movie of all time. However, I would like to change the chorus a little bit.
1: What? How so, man?
0: Well, you see, in the song, you talk about these characters, Billy and Mandy. Now, if I didn't have a sixteen-year-old grandson, I would never have known that you were talking about an old cartoon. Now, if you look on that piece of paper in there, I changed up the chorus so that way we can appeal to the LGBT community a little bit more, okay? Yo, what? Okay, look, Jayo, just give it a shot, man. Just give it a shot. This could be good for the both of us. I mean, what do we got to lose, you know?
1: <sighs> Whatever, man. You're right, man. Fuck it. Uh run that shit. Run the track? Alright, running track! Willis, bad habits. Sorry, I'm a addict. I should probably stop, but I know that I can manage. Taking out my ops. Shit, I'm about to cause some damage. Off my meds, I'm manic. I love all gay people. I don't think that they are evil. If you wanna go get married, go head to the steeple. I don't like don't mind. You identify sir as miss. I just give my niggas a good night kiss. What the fuck? Whoa, 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 what, what's yo, on, bro. Nah, man. I ain't doing this shit. Yo, cut the fucking track. Yo. What's wrong with the lyrics? The good Nah, lyrics. nigga. What the fuck, bro? I ain't fucking giving no nigga a good night kiss. They're
0: just lyrics. They don't have
1: to be real. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Hold, Hold the fuck on. Tony, did you write these fucking lyrics? Yes. Yes, I did. So you mean to tell me you, a white man, wrote down the word nigga and didn't think it was a problem? Of
0: course I did. It's just a song. I mean, after all, I'm not the one saying it.
1: Hold hold on. Tony, before we go any further, tell me, why did Michael Jackson drop you as a label?
0: Why did Michael Jackson drop me as a label? Yeah. Why did Michael Jackson drop me? Well, first off, he didn't drop me, okay? We just didn't see eye to eye when I asked for the title of Dirty Diana to be changed to Messy Miranda. So, we went our
1: separate ways. Yeah, nah, man, fuck this shit, bro. This ain't gonna work. Nah, I'm gone, wait, wait, bro. Where I'm where gone. you going? trying to fuck with Dirty Diana, bro? Fuck wait, wait, wait. Come back here, man. We can work
0: something out. Ah. There goes another one.
1: Why tough I don't tough Why you I Why you I I down I'm sweet. That's net. I'm unique, good as it gets. Fuckin with me, Taking up best.
0: Alright, how's everybody doing today? This is uh, Across Town, it's one of the only few podcasts that goes across town interviewing all the different kinds of people, places, and things that we got that Jack Spill has to offer. Uh, as you heard from the skit before, uh, we got one of my good friends growing up, his name is Jael Hall. And, yes, yep, he's here right now today. Why don't you say hey to us, Jael? What's up? How's everybody doing? All right, man. So first things first, the new tra- the new tape that you got coming up is called Is This Real? For those who haven't heard of it, this man right here, he's been working on this tape two years in the making. Yes. Working on this for the past two years. Now, Aaron, I do got to ask. So during this time of making this tape, obviously two years is a very, very long time. What were the road bumps that really let's say either A, stopped you, or B, kept you from uh, going as an artist when making this project? Um, Really just
1: writing good songs. Like It took a lot for me to actually feel like every song that I wrote was actually good in quality, good with my lyrics, good with my... uh, Just anything that I felt like people should actually take the time to listen to. I wanted to make sure that every song was actually perfect in a way, and that's what took the longest time. That's what really took the majority of these two years.
0: I see, I see. Yeah, because uh, as many of you listeners know, uh, I'm sure you've probably noticed. Uh, I really have not done a podcast in well over a year, and it's uh, much just like you said. You know, it's because I just want quality for the people beforehand. Really, I was just using a microphone from my own laptop it really wasn't making too much of a difference but um, what i'm trying to do now i'm trying to make sure that i have the right quality and i have the right people and i have the right tools so that's also why i'm incorporating things like skits which uh, i really appreciate you coming around and uh you know helping me out with a skit i'm gonna try to keep doing that and incorporating it from here on out in a lot of my shows so you listeners there's anybody you want me to start interviewing that you feel would be a pretty funny dude or pretty uh, funny female <laughs> from that point yeah, I mean, like, I, I, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it's gonna be a good time. It's a good time with the show.
1: Quality, right?
0: Yeah, it's all quality. Like, I don't, sure. want, I don't want, I don't want you know, lame people on here. I want people that are interested and will Can't actually. Think I'm not lame. Right? Yeah, thank <laughs> God you're not lame. Good thank, God. Thank you. Yeah, no. So when, you uh, I, I guess, from this tape that I'm looking at, obviously every song on there, I enjoy the most. Manifest Destiny, hands down, my favorite one on there. Really? I've li- honest to God, I've loved it since the first time I heard it. Which, uh, you released that one way before you released any of this, didn't you?
1: Yeah, that's one of the first songs I made. I made that, yeah, 2018. 2018. Uh, I didn't release it till February 2019. Really? but Yeah, yeah. That was... Uh, I feel like I had to get some shit off my chest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on that one, I was feeling some type of way. But uh, that's something that I felt like... Uh, trying to make something kind of to bring people's attention to some things that need to be addressed in a way.
0: So when you say to be addressed, what it what what exact things are you talking about? Because uh, for those who haven't heard Manifest Destiny, a lot of it he's talking about, um, kind of like the problems in America, such as you know the white culture and you know just like not a white culture. I want to say white culture. What I mean is just like the, the uh, you know the difference between racism and stuff like that, like things it's in America,
1: not evenly honestly about race is about America itself in its a satire it's about trying to take the things if America wants to proposition themselves as the the leaders of the world the moral compass of the world i wanted to make a song that kind of points out the flaws and the things that honestly you you can only get better unless you, when you know your flaws so i tried to point out the flaws in, in our philosophy and things that we kind of in the song kind of i kind of say these things in a i say negative things in a very positive way in a way like i'm 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 championing it i'm kind of making it like in a way that we should be proud of but i'm pointing out these flaws that like people need to bring they need to be pay attention to that we we're not as great as we think we are and the only way we can get better become great is to actually address those problems exactly yeah you're only
0: as strong as your weakest link exactly and it's a lot like how america is so uh coming back on on flaws let's let's get back on the flaws topic so uh obviously uh over time you know you live and you learn and uh especially with quality and things like that like we were talking about before so i guess my next question is from when you first started out as an artist or you know trying to be an artist uh what were some of the things that you could say that differ from let's say your first tape that you know what was it 10.06 am, am i mistaken
1: i actually had a tape before that but we're gonna say my first tape was 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay um, i gotcha but so actually...
0: so yeah i, I guess i'll just say what, what would differ from your time at 10.06 then to just recently with uh you know is this real because obviously is this real so much time putting into it way better quality than any of the other songs I heard it not to hurt your feelings or nothing but it's definitely probably the best tape you got going
1: on oh 100% because everything I did before that was a problem with mumbling you couldn't understand what I was saying I was an OG mumble rapper (laughs) (laughs) Um, and my production was never there because I tried to do everything myself and I was doing things that I really had no knowledge of doing so one obviously what set this tape apart was my homie Jerry, Jerry Worlds, his mixing and mastering and just being an engineer and producer took this shit to a whole nother level. So shout out to him. And then, um, yeah, actually, pronouncing things where people can understand me, um, and my songwriting. I've always I felt like ever since I was like fourteen. A flying High Rackers back in fucking, <laughs> middle, school, like can, yeah, fucking well, back middle school. I feel like I can, yeah, fucking, back when I was in middle school, I feel like I could always write, but actually, I can write raps. I can write bars, but I can never actually song write. Mm-hmm. structuring the song together. and That's what I focused on this tape, and I'm going to continue to focus on now, just trying to make better music, better songs, things people can digest and actually enjoy. That's something that I didn't do before, but Mm -hmm. I realize now that's what I'm trying to do. And I
0: hear you one hundred percent, man. I hear you one hundred percent. Because I mean, you know, not gonna lie, man. I did uh, obviously. uh, For those listening, uh, back in middle school, we had we tried making ourselves a little rap group that we
1: called Flying High Records.
0: And it was (laughs) at the time it was a great idea. Don't get me wrong. At the time, it was a great idea. Dude, I
1: would have never started rapping if you didn't even have the idea. Just say, let's rap. I mean, hey man, someone's got to
0: start somewhere. I mean, it's just you know. I mean, who knew that it was going to start back in uh, eighth grade chorus class? (laughs) Shout out, shout out, Mr. Staffaroni, Mr. Staffaroni, what a great man! I hope he's doing well at this (laughs) time. I I hope so, bro. uh, bro. yeah, no, I mean, I mean, a lot, a lot of things comes hand in hand. Like you're saying, it's hard to, it's easy to write lyrics. It's easy to write things, but to come up with. The actual art of songwriting. now the song structure. Song structure, exactly. Yeah, you, I mean, anyone can write rhymes. Anyone can write you know, poetry kind of things. But to put it in a rhythm with a beat, some of the hardest things
1: you can really do. Yeah, and making the song that people want to continue to listen to over time. Oh, like, 100%. Yeah, something that, that people want to just hit repeat over and over again. And that's... That's one of the hardest things to me, bro. And I envy anybody that makes that shit seem effortlessly. Like fucking Kyle McCrone, Jerry, fucking um, everybody. Fuck. Daniel, Dizzy Dan, everything he did. Even you. The songs we used to make back in high school, bro. Everybody seemed like they can make songs so much effortlessly than I could. And I always tried to push myself to get to that point. So would that kind of hold you back in a
0: way just to see other people that you felt were doing – I'm not going to say that they were doing better, but in the idea of the aspect of, you know, like watching your friends and your uh, teammates kind of mm-hmm. just be able to do things that like you say, like in the distance, they're able to make songs effortlessly. Did you ever feel that that was kind of like a drawback in your position because you may or may not, let's say, did you feel discouraged by this or did, how did you feel about these like observations?
1: I felt some type of way. Sometimes it would make me depressed and make me um like, why am I doing this? If I can't do this good. But at the end of the day, I would have those moments, but it always motivated me. It would always like, all right, I'll bounce back. I'm like, all right, let me do better. Let me go hard. I took that shit as comp, not comp friendly competition. Mm-hmm. Take that shit as like, all right, I see what you're doing. I respect it. I like it. All right, now how can I do that? Exactly. You gotta think it that way. Right, it's okay. a little bit of mama mentality, if you ask me. Mama mentality. All right, <laughs> that's always been. That's if you if you know me from fucking. Elementary school, yeah. you know that Kobe Bryant was always my favorite fucking player. The only person that made me look at sports and love it. So that Mama Batali, I would take and and things that I would do, especially music and like art. Right, bet you doing better than me. Let me let me go harder. Let me let me continue to elevate because that man right there was everything to me. And I looked up to people like him and Kanye because coming from somebody who had little very little confidence very little self esteem like I looked to those men and was like alright let me take this men- these mentalities these-, these mindsets and like let me elevate bro let me level up so in the aspect of inspirations um
0: and let's say in, the, in this instance in, in the rap industry so you said Kobe obviously was one of your inspirations you know always Mamba mentality yeah. always and forever yeah a piece of the man he's uh you know so very sad news what happened to the guy but you know he he did leave a legacy and especially with the mama mentality I've heard about the mama mentality for years you've seen the commercial with him and Kanye <laughs> yeah of course what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Bryant. <laughs> I love it I love it but uh so I guess in the aspect of inspirations obviously you have your inspiration uh, when you were talking about sports here with Kobe Bryant he was the one that made you fall in love with you know s- certain sports like such as basketball I'm sure basketball's um, the best sport in the
1: world fuck out of
0: here <laughs> I, I have to say jiu-jitsu but that's beyond <laughs> me that's beyond <laughs> okay. me that's you know I me mean? but anyways uh I guess in the aspects of rap and hip hop who would you say some of your uh, inspirations would be
1: first and foremost uh, Lil Wayne Lil Wayne oh, really Lil Wayne in his prime will outpace do better than everybody now for, wait, what, what's Lil Wayne in his prime from 05 to about <sighs> I'll give it to 08 cause that's when it started going down but I'll all the way to like 10, 2010. So, so you're five, saying from, to the the Carter, five, from the Carter 2 or Carter 3? Carter 2 to about right after the Carter 3. 100%. What'd you feel about Carter 4 then? Uh, It was okay, but step down from Carter 3. Carter 3 is a perfect rap album. You really think so? 100%. Huh. 100%. I still listen to that to this day. To this fucking day, bro. Hmm. Like, yeah. Fucking playing with fire, shoot me down, bro uh Isn't that Mr. the one Car- where the, the yeah, Mr. Carter? That's what yeah. I was about to say. That's yeah. my
0: favorite little Wayne song.
1: Even the little like radio. I mean, Lollipop was his first song. I don't personally love it, but for radio hit. Psh.
0: Perfect. That was a perfect hit. Perfect. That was a perfect hit. Yeah. Even I remember being at mary school, and every every kid was singing the Everybody, songs. Everybody, little yes. did they know, they were saying some. I'm saying, but that's the shit. that's
1: the best thing though to to <laughs> to hide that shit and just be obviously is some it's some subtle shit and also some fucking it's raunchy, but yeah, it's genius. It's genius. It's fucking genius. It's bro. very genius. It is.
0: I mean, nowadays, lyrics are just as simple as, you know, as, as all get out. You know what I'm talking about? Like, everybody knows. Some, yeah. Some, yeah. I mean. Radio, one, I
1: can't listen to the radio. I
0: can't listen to radio yeah. either. There, but However, if I don't have my Hawkscore going on, then got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. You got to listen to the Camila Cabello. You got to listen to all those people out there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. So, so along with uh, Lil Wayne, are there any other kinds of influences that oh, kind of Kanye? You? Kanye.
1: I mean, I guess, for me the most is, is Kanye, Drake and Kendrick. Besides Kendrick Lil Wayne and Kendrick. Uh, okay. Just because that's as in developing the person I am. Those are the, including Lil Wayne, those four right there. And then as I got older, Jay Z I, I started going back, Jay Z and uh Biggie and Pac. Um, those were the, those people influenced me then when I started out. But mm-hmm. now I want to make better quality music like Thug and, and Uzi
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, Cardi, people like that. Just because they, I mean, they obviously have the sound on lock right now, but it's fun. Like with this tape, I feel like I was able to get a lot of shit that I've been holding on to for for years. Yeah, five, It took me two years, but that's like feeling the shit that I had all through high school, fucking five, six years ago, that I finally was able to have the perspective to get out. But now I want to make fun music, mm-hmm. music that people can play in clubs, bump in their car, shit like that. I feel like there's a little bit of that in the tape, but I mean the tape is was it is what it is. As in me, it's, it was therapeutic for me getting out that shit. But right now, yeah, I agree with it, I agree with. On, you
0: I, I feel like nowadays more people. I mean, obviously, as the evolution of rap has gone over the yeah. years, it's commercialized. And you know, not only is it commercialized, it's all about you know it's things like with the you know early years, it's about the lyrics. I mean you can even think about I, yeah. I, I could quote Sugar Hill Gang where it's like a hippie-titty, hippie-titty, hip hop, hippie titty, really hippie titty, hip hop, you <laughs> don't stop. You know, something really corny, something really corny where it was yeah. just lyrics that were just fun to sing. Whereas nowadays and then like, you know, throughout the nineties it ended up being like people who could who can rap, who can like spit bars and stuff and then, you know, come to two thousands and started being more of the club bangers. Now, yeah. uh when you say that you want it to be stuff you can bang in the, bang in the car, do you want it? To, to be something where it was back in the 90s where people enjoyed the lyrics Uh, or do you want it to be more where it was like going to 2000s where the the beat really made the song all the much better kind of like the hype I'm going to do a
1: combination of both of
0: both because I
1: can't I'm the type of person I'm not going to rap if my lyrics are not on on if they're not A1 they have to be on par to something like that's damn that shit's clever Oh, yeah. damn. I didn't think about that before. Like, yeah. I, I'm i not going to... There's no point in me rapping, the person that I am, if it's not clever. Right. Um, But also, I'm not trying to make a motherfucker think so much to where, like, I, I take them out of the song. I take them out of the yeah. vibe that I'm trying to create. Like, I'm not trying to fucking outsmart you trying to blow your high type shit yeah but you don't like, want you don't want to like a, you know i want to be clever yeah i want to be like oh shit like i didn't think <laughs> about that before i want connect dots that motherfuckers didn't even think about connecting before because awesome i gotta i gotta say
0: man it manifests destiny that I, I i know i'm gonna butcher the lyrics if i try but my fair part is holy moly woe is me roly poly roll the weed <laughs> Do you know how clever that was? <laughs> Every be- person I've ever shown that to, they like hear that part and they just go like... <laughs> That's
1: what, what they would the say when they said... But to be honest, that I was, just came out of his mouth, bro. That was just a filler lyric, just to finish that verse, bro. That that, was just that made filler? no sense to me, to be honest, bro. Do you know, know how clever of a line that was? was? Wow, I'm glad you said that because I I always thought that was just bullshit, and I I wrote it as bullshit just to finish the fucking verse.
0: Bro. Keep writing bullshit, dude. <laughs> if that's what it takes, man. Keep it going. Shit. Just, damn, yeah, man. <laughs> I I, I would have thought to this day that that's one of those lines that that kept you up at night to
1: figure out. Yeah, that was... I was glad I... Like, that was... Ending that verse with that shit, and then, uh... Where I go to, um... Whatever, uh... Skin determines everything, whatever. Just that rhyme scheme that I got from saying the Holy holy road was me. I was... I was happy. I was... I was like, thank God. I figured... Thought about that, yeah, to, to let me finish it, yeah, yeah. But it was, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was bullshit at the end of the day, it was just shit you yeah. wrote down on the paper, saying, bro. Yeah. <laughs> not even on paper, man. On your iPhone notes,
0: you know, <laughs> just something uh, that wasn't serious. I can't read my
1: own handwriting,
0: <laughs> yeah. hey man. We all got that problem, but uh, really, I do want to backtrack a little bit. So, you were talking about how your influences were people like Kanye, like Kendrick, like Drake, those are just off the top of the head, this is just off the top of the head, obviously. Yeah. Now, you said those are some of the people who built you, but I want to know, I mean, who made you who you are, but I want to know how, like, each of them affected you in, like, sort of the ways that you say kind of, you know, kept your influence going that made you think and and rap, say, the way that they do, or something like that, how you incorporate some of their sounds.
1: Um, if that makes sense. Wayne, just getting out bars, bro. Nobody in, in the world can fucking just... Just spit and still be clever, cause a lot of shit you can tell us jokers don't is bullshit too, but it's always clever. That's what I want to do. That's what Wayne taught me. Fucking Kanye, no one has influenced music like Kanye. Make turning rap into a genre that's so monumental. He nah, he's gone beyond rap. It's it's when he he described it as stadium music, but it's epic. And you're talking about Kanye. Kanye, Kanye, yeah. He made music like movies. Mm -hmm. it's
0: fucking epic it's wonderful it really is i I don't know if you remember like back in our middle school days when we would talk about kanye and shit like that uh, one of my favorite things about kanye was his use of lyrical devices Mm -hmm. or not even lyrical device english devices if you want to call it like like assonance yeah assonance was some of my favorite things where he was able to rhyme multiple words together that obviously they're not the same kind of fucking words and they're not you know multiple lines in advance it's just it's all a single like Write My Curses in
1: Cursive. Yeah. Real shit, yeah. Who calls up with that And to be stuff? honest, though, if you're talking about textbook rap, Kanye is nowhere near the best rapper. No. But... By far. The shit that he says just out of his mouth is so clever, dog. I'm like, bro, that's... And I... When I started rapping, I modeled off of Kanye because I was on a Kanye fix when I really started rapping. I'm still on a Kanye fix. <laughs> old Kanye. I'm, yeah, I'm no, Kanye I'm, Kanye. I'm, a, I'm a
0: huge enjoyer of, you know, your college dropout, but
1: uh, everything you know, uh, up to my Dark, say, and yeah, say, Dark and Twisted Fantasy. I do gotta say, I'm
0: very Fantasy. proud of him for doing this gospel album. Because as much the as production is hard, the production is hard, the production is hard. <laughs> as much as people don't want to sit there and you know say like, "Wow, he went gospel and stuff like that," people got to realize this dude he's always been on damn near thing. went fucking insane in L.A.
1: He's always been well, he's always insane. been That's crazy. Why it's so great. here's the thing: he's <laughs> always
0: been crazy, but he almost went insane in L.A. You know what I'm saying? When he was living in L.A., because L.A. is just one of those. I, I'm just gonna say out the For right the city LA, of angels, angel. Uh, LA is
1: is hell, bro. LA it's is Lulu hell. Hell, hell, hell. hell. It's because I, I'm not
0: I'm not going to say I'm a liberal. I'm not going to say I'm conservative, but I'm saying like in places such as LA or even New York for that matter, those places are so liberal and so it's not even liberal, liberal. it's pure vanity. That's um, what I what I'm trying uh, to say is it's just like there's so many people out in those areas that they all believe one thing and that's for everyone to do what they want. And the thing true. with that is Not only is that... I mean, I'm not going to say it's not okay to do whatever you want, but what I'm saying is when people are out here, you know, like Kanye, who grew up, you know, believing that he can do anything he wants, he's trying to find people in L.A. all... LA New York it doesn't matter people are always trying to find a new way to prove that they are able to do what they want you know it started out with people True. making you know like integrating movies I mean like I mean just to go back like let's just say like 70 80 years you know just like uh, like you know Shirley Temple you remember mm-hmm. Shirley Temple Yeah. she was the first white woman they classified her as the first white woman to dance with a black man on television that was when it was she in... was a kid too. and she was a kid exactly yeah. so that stuff like that started to integrate because that was starting in the whole thing of you can do whatever you want They like integrating people that can do that then it started being people like, like 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 gay people you know like it started being able to let them do what they want and then it started going into things like transsexuals you know stuff like that i mean i could be wrong i could be just saying this closing my mouth and letting my ass talk i could I mean, be wrong but what i'm saying is just, yeah it's all progression about progressive. Of human nature exactly it's all about progression human nature should
1: be but, but I get what you're, yeah. they
0: are trying to nowadays since we have the internet we have all social media everyone's trying to progress something new and for kanye who went from I mean just any kind of rapper that went from like the you know the nineties, late nineties where he started where he was like taught that, you know, rap was this way and like, you know, people were this way to like where he's at, he's always trying to come up with something new. And that's what made him insane. He's always thinking, he's always trying to come up with something new. Like when he tried mm-hmm. to be like the bipolar. spokesperson for like, yeah, bipolar two, I mean, you know, not like it's a bad problem, but when he tried going for like being this like I want to say spokesperson for Donald Trump, he was almost losing his damn mind. You know, yeah, what I'm he
1: tried but he tries to always do the exception of the norm. If all black people were gonna be Democrats, why can't I be why should I why shouldn't I be Republican? That's what he tries to prove. Right. Why should I be stuck in this box? Which I get, but See he's trying like fun. that's what I'm <laughs> trying to say. Like he's trying to progress things and like
0: the ideas of what he's trying to progress is insane. It's fucking insane See what he was doing before is crazy Now it's getting insane And so I don't know about
1: insane You don't think it's insane? No I think that's um, I think he may be doing Insane is kind of way out I think he may be doing Too much for his own personal If he's doing things That's not even outside that's That's not his own personal beliefs That's a problem Doing things just to make a statement Doing things just to get attention which I think he's done before. 100%. I mean, I don't know the man personally. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. No, we're only like but, we're only simple to the Jackson. Um, not even that, but like, we, don't, we don't know the man. You, you know, what but I'm yeah, about. yeah, but um, but a hundred percent, like, yeah, if you're doing that outside of your own personal beliefs just to get this attention, yeah, that's gonna drive you insane because you're not, you're not being true to yourself. You're not, um, you're doing things. For approval, for attention, mm-hmm. and it's gonna, f- it's gonna eat at you. Eventually. It's definitely gonna eat at yeah. you because,
0: especially since his first albums were definitely a whole soul, like a lot of soul and a lot of stuff like that. You know, he kind of just like he, he, he veered away album by album by album by album, and you know, like around progress, Dark Twisted Fantasy, yeah, progress. I mean, it's all music, progression. It's yeah. all progression. Don't get me wrong, but like when you veer that far away from where you started, and then it's all because you know you're just progressing. You're trying to come up with new things, kind of like that. That's why I'm proud of him for making this gospel album because once he left LA, went back to Chicago, he started, he like got rid of all that progression bullshit where he was just trying to like be the first one to do everything and he got back to his roots and that's why I'm saying I'm proud of Kanye for doing that because it it really takes someone and the strength of someone much like Kanye, you know, who's, who's at the ranks that he's at to be able to just you know step aside and be like look I want to get back to how I once was and I want to be able to make it how it is cuz you can't find people like uh, let's just say I can't think of anybody at the time I want to, I want to say me guys but that's not really a good idea because like their their style has really been the same over years if, you know for somewhere, someone like, that
1: let's say Travis somewhere. Scott let's
0: say Travis Scott like you know how he first started everybody loved his stuff and then i mean in in the aspect of of social media... He's too,
1: he's too young in this rap. He's game, really Kanye too young in
0: it, but I just can't think of the right thing. What I'm trying to say is just someone who starts off in the position that they're in and then veers off like the way that Kanye did where like over the years they just went off and then came uh, just came roots. back to the original. Whereas... Shit, you know what? Eminem. Let's say Eminem. Eminem started out. I know. I know we shouldn't, but Eminem. uh, This dude started out doing like no comment, no (laughs) comment, no comment. comment. He started out doing like his whole Slim Shady, like alter ego kind of thing, where he was always pissing people off, and then now he's at his position where he's just trying to, you know, be on top of everybody. Now, granted,
1: like, but I get what you're saying. Kind of people like Eminem, mm -hmm. people like Lil Wayne, even Kanye and Jay Z at this point, bro. They're gonna continue to make music, but that music's not gonna hit now because the generational shift has moved so much, and the only people they're trying to beat is themselves. And they—they're literally the—I'm not gonna call yeah—they're the boomers of rap music, and they're great no matter what because of what they've done. But what they're doing now, it's not gonna hit. Like Lil Wayne's last album, Funeral, even Five, I mean, it's okay, but. Nothing's ever going to top what they've already done. Exactly. Lil Wayne's never going to top Lil Wayne in his prime. Eminem's never going to top Eminem in his prime. The only person that seems to actually, that can make music that, that it's at least on par with what they used to do is, is Jay-Z a little bit. And a little bit with Kanye because Kanye, production wise, he's always going to be a GOAT. He's literally perfected producing rap music. And you can hear that in the rap album. I don't know everything, but I don't fuck with everything on that last album. Right. But production-wise, niggas still the go. 100%. Always, and what's always, crazy yeah. is that, you, I mean, I'm sure you know this too, Kanye West didn't start out as a rapper. Yeah. No, he was, he was a producer. jay was so said one of the hardest lines. He said, Jesus was a carpenter, easy yet laid beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. He was He was Jay-Z's producer. He yeah. was Jay-Z's producer. And what was crazy was
0: that he would even rap for people like Jay-Z. People did not fuck and with And no it. one liked that yeah. at all. Like, <laughs> I was watching this uh, Hip Hop Evolution documentary on Netflix. I don't know if you ever gotten the chance to watch it. But they have one an episode called Super Producers. And mm-hmm. believe it or not... I mean, I don't know why you want to believe it, but they're talking about Kanye West.
1: There's and, no producer better. No,
0: there's no producer oh, okay. better. But they're talking honest. about him, and they even and Cameron is even talking about. He's just like he says that how much he remembers how Kanye would play his own beats, jump up on tables, <laughs> trying to make a star of himself, and then just rap over his beats. And Jay Z would be on his phone. He'd be on his pager, not filing his nails, right? not paying yeah. attention. No
1: one, no one gave a massive two shits and about that, Kanye West. And that goes back to the mentality that. Kobe and Kanye gave me as in 100% belief in yourself mm-hmm. because I've made yeah, I, everybody never everybody didn't fuck with my music from the beginning and nobody paid attention to me everybody feels that way that nobody gives a fuck about themselves but looking at people like Kanye and Kobe continue to give me the, the mindset of continue to get better continue to believe in yourself and if you continue to, pro- to progress to you're gonna be great. Just keep that shit up. And those two, like that persistence, has always stayed with me. And that's what I'm gonna continue to do. Those two, those two have contributed to my mindset with this shit more than anybody else. A hundred percent. So you're talking about progression,
0: and you're talking about all the things like this. Now, I <clears throat> I do want to kind of steer away about the idea of progression, and in this uh, in this sense, so. Um, uh, many of you guys, I'm sure you know, the Oscars happened just recently. And, uh, well, I gotta ask you, what is your opinion of the Joker movie? Um, first off, before before as I an, go into the next part, guys, I yeah. just want to hear Aaron's idea as on the a movie, movie.
1: It's fucking great. Um, it's, Joaquin Phoenix fucking killed that. Um, and it's, it's fucking, like disturbing. The vibe and everything keeps you on edge, which you want from a movie. Oh, yeah. like I, I love filmmaking action more than, than music. And so, seeing that movie, like, glued, I was glued to the screen. I could not look away. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what you want. But, as also, I'm a fucking nerd. I, don't, I, have, to, <laughs> I have to own up to that shit. And I'm a, I'm a comic book fan, and my favorite comic book character is Batman. So, from a certain aspect, so you it, can't help but have the Joker yeah. be your favorite villain. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah exactly. Especially after seeing, like, The Dark Knight, everything. So, as a movie, it's great. As a comic book movie, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've had a couple people complain to me that they didn't like the
0: origin story because it didn't fit the comics. But at, but the, at same the same time, time... It
1: does because yeah. Joker doesn't have a true origin story. He doesn't really story. have a true In origin story. He starts off think... as,
0: like, some guy uh, who's a failed comic, which is one of, yeah. the, one of the few.
1: That's the origin that the he origin. wants people to believe yeah. that's one that he wants to tell mm-hmm. but in that same comic he says I prefer my origin to be multiple choice I prefer to choose I prefer to fucking make up Ladies anyone. and gentlemen I've never heard this before yeah. this is this yeah. is Aaron Hall <laughs> using his
0: nerd powers to tell me all about this this is crazy yeah. so you're saying he
1: said that you want to be multiple choice he wants it to be more he want, he doesn't want to have a a a standard origin that sticks because no that would delude from his his mythology as the Joker. To that, wow, you said it. mythology. Okay, yeah. wow. as himself, yeah, he knows that. All that right. would take if you can if you can pinpoint a man from the beginning. Wouldn't that take away the fear? You would know that he's just a man. Yeah. So he would yeah. he would prefer for for it to be whatever he says or for it to be up in the air. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. But I see what they. You're saying. In that movie, they kind they kind of allude to that as in like, oh shit, is he Thomas Wayne's son? Is he, who is it? It kind of who is Arthur it. Fleck exactly, and his real name technically isn't Arthur Fleck. Wasn't it Jack White in the in the comics? If I'm no, mistaken? no, no, no. In the in Batman eighty nine, they named him Jack Napier, but that was a name they just made it for the right. movie. before that and after that, he never had a, a never had an actual name. Yep. jeez, wow. Well. I wonder where the hell they got Arthur Fleck from, because I think it sounded nerdy. It sounded <laughs> no real shit. It sounded, sounded, like a sounded failure. It sounded pitiful. Yeah, that's the point of it, though. Yeah, like to the movie. Yeah.
0: Now, the only reason I brought up the Joker, uh, for those who are just wondering why I did, is because during the Oscars, uh, as I'm sure as everybody knew, Joaquin Phoenix has been winning oscars and you know uh, first golden oscar. globes it yeah. was his first oscar that's, that's right oscar. that's right he's been winning awards left and right for his performance of the joker and uh and when we were talking about progression earlier the only reason i bring this up is because in his speech i'm just going to read you a little uh, excerpt from what he said he said now i've been a scoundrel i'm sorry now i've been a scoundrel in my life i've been selfish i've been cruel at times hard to work with and i'm grateful but, so many of you have given me a second chance, and I think that's when we're at our best. When we support each other, not when we cancel each other out over past mistakes, but when we guide each other to grow for redemption, that is the best of humanity. And the only reason I bring that up is because, obviously, in the social media world that we live in today, social media is everything. Am I wrong? hundred percent. hundred percent. So, I'm a hundred percent wrong? No, you're hundred <laughs> percent right. So, so, yeah, so social media is everything and one of the things i find in social media is the cancel culture and i just can't stand the idea that someone who can make a single mistake no one wants to listen to them for the rest of their damn career you know what i'm talking about so i just so when we're talking about progression um obviously people such as kanye he made um mistakes uh, not, Neg- I mean, you know, I mean, he should just stop doing interviews. He should just, just stop doing, doing the fuck up. yeah, he should just, just be quiet. So, obviously, but I mean, like, look at the people, like, like Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, like this man's made a mistake, he's jumped on stage, took in the mic from, you know, Taylor Swift. Um, he's pissed off a whole lot of people just saying the things that he said. And, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but, like, the whole Trump thing, it kind of set him a little back with a lot of people's opinion and view on him. Now, in that sense, this man has yet to be canceled though so but people who get themselves into some trouble they're canceled right away so i want to know what your idea is on things like cancel culture because in that speech of joaquin phoenix he says instead of canceling each other out instead of you know just having people make a mistake and then you know um adhering them for it you know making sure that they don't ever you know progress in their careers we should help them and grow with them and all that kind of like how uh, not I'm sorry Kevin Hart when he made those tweets uh, way like what was it like seven years ago or some way back when yeah. and then just like somehow got brought up because he was going to host the Oscars and then they all yeah, got people, about him. people wanted to dig into people wanted to dig into it and yeah and they wanted to cancel him because of that kind of stuff and it's things like that where why can't we learn from mistakes
1: why why do we have a cancel culture such as this what do you think So first off this is gonna be kind of a long answer but yeah Go first for it. off as in no man, no person, no human being should be to, should judge any others because mm-hmm. we all we all fuck up, and we all nobody saying nobody's perfect, but we're all doing sh- fucked up shit, no right. matter what, and you know you are yeah. for a fact you are. so for you to judge somebody, you're already wrong off back. but cancer culture wouldn't even be a thing if one, we hold people account- accountable. When they do anything anyway. To let things. If we sweep things under the rug. And then we want to bring them up later. You already fucked up in the first place. People should be held accountable in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But saying jokes. Saying things. That may be a little bit fucked up. that, That shouldn't be a problem. Saying things shouldn't be a problem. But if your actions. Hurt and harm people. Yes. You should be held accountable. At the end of the day, yes, you should. But at the same time, you should be held accountable. You shouldn't have maybe punished but rehabilitated. You should be you should go through the process of of being punished and then being better helped. Yourself. Bettering, bettering, yourself. Yes, yeah. right. bettering, yes, you're right. Bettering, yes, a hundred percent. But to sit there and cancel to punish, to shun somebody for mistake, that's fucked up Because all you're gonna do Is um, Continue to make that person A worse person mm-hmm. All that's gonna do Is make them Feel like they have nobody Okay Fuck everybody else I'm gonna do what I want I'm, I'm gonna hurt more people Because There's nobody else That's gonna be on my side Whatever Whatever So how we handle shit As people mm-hmm. That's where Where it starts at As in Second chances Are Should be necessary
0: I believe that 100%. Yeah, why I, why do we have to stop at the first chance? Why do we have to do that?
1: Yeah, because we're, again, we're all
0: doing fucked up shit. Do you know how many <laughs> do you know how many relationships there would have been broken if they if no one got a second
1: chance? Fucking look at Jay-Z
0: and Beyoncé. The motherfucker got a second chance. He probably yeah. got 30 for all we know,
1: but <laughs> Yeah <clears throat> But well, what I'm saying we is as men like, anyway we, we fuck
0: ups all the time Exactly yeah. It all starts from When we were kids Our mothers always gave us Second chances for shit like that You know what I'm talking about It's just like we But know, like, but when we If we ever messed up Our first chance Our mothers didn't You know just throw us Back in the womb But you got you punished know. Oh you got punished if, severely If you
1: were raised right You got punished And you, you learned if, if From if your you mistakes If you got raised, like raised right you got raised like I did yeah. If you got
0: raised like I did You had a wooden spoon Broken on your ass Multiple times You know what I'm talking about
1: i'll never forget dude
0: one time one time i uh i fought my mom for a remote you fought your mom hang on a second that sounds terrible <laughs> keep in mind i was six and so i was sick so what i did my mom asked for the remote and i refused to give it to her and i'll never forget how my mom brought me upstairs and whipped my ass with the belt well the thing is she slipped on the belt and the metal part hit me in the eye and gave me the nastiest shiner you ever seen
1: cried like a bitch right oh of
0: course dude i wasn't like i wasn't like 35 years old like trying to hold a tear in (laughs) my mom my mom knew what she did and she was loud and proud about it (laughs) so but what she wasn't loud and proud about was how when people would be like oh where'd you get that shiner i'd be like my mom gave it to me she'd be like shut up no i didn't (laughs) (laughs) i (laughs) I just parenting, man i mean i just feel like i feel like too many kids are just getting away with shit nowadays. I feel like too many people are just giving timeouts rather than just you know just like knocking teeth out. If anything, I'm
1: knocking teeth out, but you're gonna get, you're gonna know who's the fucking boss, the parent of this. My house dad,
0: house. my dad would yeah. just give me
1: a look, and I knew exactly. I had to stop what I was doing. You don't beat your kids, but you whip your kids. You let them know that what they're doing. You have to punish your kids. Oh, you got your it, kid, dude. because kids are gonna continually, continuously. Fi- try to figure out what they can get away with exactly because i remember when i was a kid i used to just be like
0: i'm never gonna be my kids and then like now that i'm 22 years old i see a kid you know acting out in a target where he's he's on the ground screaming i'm just like fucking be- hit him hit him like, you know I, I, I honestly mean?
1: don't know if i want to have kids like to be honest, right? i
0: want to i want to have i want to have kids i want to have a daughter and the aspect of i feel like every daughter like in the first like 13 years of their life they're just like oh daddy i love you but then like once they have their period it's like fuck you jim you know, I, yeah it's just I, I mean i want i want the first 13 years to be wonderful where i feel like every every boy if it was anything like me boys will fuck shit up as louis ck once said it's just like girls are fucked up boys will fuck shit up it's just like you know like like he told the story about how his his sister was in his in his his house and then his her son came out with his pocket full of sand and dumped it in her coffee the only drink that she had the whole day see if i remember anything rain my brother rain when we were growing up he would break shit all the
1: time and he'd get his ass and because of it
0: boys are boys will fuck
1: shit up that kind of reminded me of the thought I had as in like when you're when you're a kid like say from like when you're born Mm -hmm. to about maybe 10 or 11 how much you think the world revolves around you and you think the world is so this not a magical place a place with all these possibilities and then like from like 13 to about 18, when you get disillusioned with the world. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, that,
0: remember, I remember just thinking that, like, the, the the St. John's County was just really the, what the world really was. You I'm know what sad, I'm talking man. about?
1: That's a like, very bad aspect
0: of it. Exactly. That's only 10 miles from my house, like, this 10-mile radius. Mm-hmm. That That's what I expected the whole world to be. But then, like, when you go places like outside of your your comfort zone or even your state you know what I'm talking about like if you uh. go to places like New York I mean obviously I, I'm from Chicago I go to Chicago a lot you know like you know you see how many people are there, even if you go to a concert you know how yeah. like when you go to a concert you look around and you're just like god yeah. there are so many people here yeah, yeah. that's just a fraction of what's going on and what, like how many people there are and, so all and the fact shit... that there's people out there that are bragging about like having a million followers or having like, mi- like 10,000 subscribers that's not
1: only first world problems that's this generation problem. that's the I thing
0: but I'm saying problem. like no one sits and thinks like wow one million is really only one percent of what the world's got going on right now to think 7 that, billion of us exactly and to think that a stadium holds like maybe like what 10,000 people I would say about about yeah it was probably I mean that's just, that's just a portion of what we got going on and, and that all that shit
1: yeah. will contribute to what you need to give kids is parenting <laughs> yeah we do punishment and perspective oh for to, sure to round cause yeah like I said as in like when you get disillusioned in this world when you realize that this shit doesn't re- revolve around you If you can't actually cope with that, that's what's going to turn you into a fucked up person dude I gotta I got say cause my little brother Liam that kid's a, he's a
0: ninth grader now he's a, he's a little shit and is, is, when dude. you're
1: in high school when you're in that in between where you think shit revolves around you you start to figure out like wait a minute shit ain't gonna go the way that I thought this shit was gonna go dude I'm just thinking right. I'm
0: like cause this kid he just acts out all the time I'm just thinking like he needs his ass beat you know what I'm saying cause I remember I remember in middle school I got my ass kicked by a kid named Tom Cruise do you know how embarrassing it is to get your ass kicked by someone who's not really Tom Cruise but just named after <laughs> Tom Cruise was big, I think it was a linebacker, bro. Come on now. Dude, but do you know, do you remember my ego? My ego was out of this world. Your and then ego once was I got, still out of this world. I mean, when I got my ass handed to me by that kid in a simple boxing match, I knew that, like, you my got, whole perspective changed and everything like that. This kid's Tom. Uh, yeah yeah and I lost I lost so bad I know you lost oh my god dude I'll never forget dude I remember I remember just like having my shit rock so bad in that boxing match and then like I would just like just still be standing up cause I would still stand oh, up matters. I'll still do that shit but people were looking at me just like are you sure you don't want to stop yeah. like I'm just like yeah. I'm just like Fuck it, just keep just keep it going keep it going and like I would throw like the slowest punch and then boom 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 it was like <laughs> and I would just be like you come. I got a punch? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. I'll,
1: I'll give you that for even boxing that man, bro. You know how, that dude was big in middle school, bro. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> I remember in freshman year during football, our coach Greg Stanton looked at this man nut, during
1: Uno. <laughs> <laughs> this man,
0: this man watched this kid Tom Cruise play, and he said, "This kid plays the game right." How many people can you look at in the NFL where you're just like, that man knows how to play this game right? This kid was in ninth grade.
1: Pretty sure everybody in the NFL (laughs) who made it to the NFL were so they know how to play the game right (laughs) to get to the NFL. But no, I get what you're saying. You (laughs) motherfucker. No, that dude, yeah. Shout out Tom Cruise, bro. Shout out Tom Cruise, man. He always was cool as fuck. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but you box him, yeah. You may have been stupid or courageous i
0: don't know i was courageous out of my mind i you thought said for that, sure. you were stupid <laughs> no, exactly right no i woke up that morning and i like watched the usc fight and i was just like oh maybe if i do this i can win <laughs> just stupid shit like that but like what i'm saying about out of all of that what i'm trying to say is just like people like kids nowadays just need to get you know
1: their ass beat honest no, to god they need to be humbled, everybody. Needs Everyone to needs to be humbled, humbled.
0: Yeah. whether that's being you know embarrassed on stage, like you know trying to do like a, like a song or something yeah. like that. If you think you're the greatest singer, you you, you proving that you're not that great, not, you know, not, or no or just even, or be, even all the way or even all the way to just like you know just being proven that you're really not hot shit. Yeah, no, you just no need
1: to one be needs humbled. to be to be hurt or no one needs to be humbled. No, 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 no they one deserves need to that. be humbled as yes. in realizing that. This shit is not about you. it's literally about all of us. The only oh, reason yeah. we're here is it's about all of us. yeah, nobody should take advantage. no one should should elevate themselves to to make somebody else feel smaller because it's not at all the only The reason why we're here is to find out that wait a minute, like this shit is about everyone that's here at the same time as us, and that we have to get along we have to continue to uh build off of each other because how are we gonna grow how are we gonna grow we're growing steadily bro you ever think about the shit like damn like how far human humans have came but like damn we're only at this point like right like we
0: used to have damn. tails
1: <laughs> you know what i mean man, i don't think tails would make it bad. tails would be, dope, tails would
0: be pretty cool have you ever dope. seen a human with a tail on the internet that's the yeah. coolest shit <laughs> You know uh, how cool my dog has a tail and he wags it all the time. Do you know how cool it'd be to like be able to have my tail curl around and just I wag think it guys around? Guys'
1: tails would be wagging all day long. Oh, my tail would be wagging like yeah, nobody's business. Oh, you gotta do front it. tails and that shit. Be, like, <laughs> like, I'm flexing my, my tail. I'm getting us in trouble too much.
0: You know? <laughs> I gets way too many people in trouble. God damn. And then, dog, ah, dude, I envy dogs. I envy the shit out of dogs. Yeah, they are really? just so careless, so carefree. You, you know, know what? what I
1: envy are. trees. You know, Explain. I I, I would <laughs> rather be somebody that just, you know, like no wants, no desires, no constant cravings of shit. I'd rather just be type shit. Like a fucking tree. Just like tree. I'm alive, but um I'm not sitting there having all these thoughts and desires that may fuck up somebody else, that may do things that are mm-hmm. That are wrong. Like I, I'll just rather you know, you know. I
0: thought you were bullshit, but now that I hear your reason, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, I
1: would rather just just be and rather just uh, not interfere with anybody Cause Every every person you're gonna interfere with somebody else's life. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. And positive or negative, yeah. But you know what? I would rather just. Because once you're a human you have to you have to do something. You have to at least try to make an impact, make a change, whatever. Uh-huh. And s- s- since I'm here, I have to. I yeah. got to, but I would've chose. So <laughs> so yeah. So so, so, w- w- rather, yeah, so, so, so tra- when you're when
0: you're trying to make an impact, uh obviously in careers much like the entertainment business like we're trying to be in right now. Um uh for those who don't know who are listening, I do acting. I have a show going on right now where I got casted in the Much Ado About Nothing. with uh, It's a Shakespeare play. Uh, I do these podcasts. I'm trying to get back into it, obviously. And I also do stand-up. Anyone ever wants to check me out, I got a Facebook, Twitter, and all that. It'll be all linked in with the account. But uh, obviously, in the entertainment world, we're trying to be the best. We're trying to be... Not the, not 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 say the best. We're trying to be. No, but big if you're gonna names. do this,
1: you do want to be. Your as goals great. should be the yeah, best. Yeah, you sh- your goals yeah, should be the 100%, best. Yeah. But
0: at the same time, you shouldn't be let down if you're not the best. If
1: that makes sense. Well, if you're not, you are going to always strive. Being again, being humble. Exactly. You're always strive yeah, to be. Yeah, to be better. What you should do if I'm you're humble. gonna do something, be as best as you can be, and yeah, aim for yeah, So I'm gonna mamba be mentality.
0: mentality. Exactly, mama mentality. Yeah. I'm gonna try to be the best that I can be, but. And what I was trying to get at in this question is, uh, so with your impact that you're trying to have in the entertainment business, how far are you willing to go, and what is your, I don't want to say end goal, but where do you see yourself, in, say the next decade with your with your music or what you're trying to do with what you got going on?
1: To be honest, well, one with with music, I want to be like someone like uh, Childish Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. I want well, to in the a,
0: aspect of how he's like a Renaissance man.
1: Yeah, I want to be overlapping with music and film and television. Okay, but I, I want to be like the fucking next fucking George Lucas. You know what I'm saying? Like I really, yeah. With film, I want to create things that will be, that will impact multiple generations. I want to make I want to make things that will be timeless. That's if you're saying being great. That's exactly what I want to do. I want to make timeless shit. Right. Shit that will carry on for decades, for centuries, type shit. That will be in history books.
0: So are you working on any projects in particular with the uh, filming
1: and all that? I mean obviously we yeah. all know
0: about your music, we all know about things, but like tell us a little bit about your film projects um, if you yeah. got any.
1: I'm writing a few scripts right now. I have two actually written down with two more ideas for short films. I have three short film ideas that I wanna get out in the next two years. But I okay. have a very long term project that I consider my next start. <laughs> yeah it's, okay it's, it's it's obviously that's ambitious and maybe a little uh too out there to say right now, but no that's exactly. No, there's what nothing in, aim- nothing too that's ambitious. what i'm aiming aiming for yeah yeah there's nothing too ambitious um but at the same time yeah i want and these things i want to have an impact in what i say what I want to do as in change i want to help people who are are mentally ill. Because I consider myself mentally ill in as some aspects. I've I've been through things. I feel you. Uh, Depression wise, mm-hmm. I've been in multiple behavior over like been in multiple hospitals where I have to stay for a long period of time. So I want so I identify as like someone who who can help mm-hmm. people who are mentally ill. And I and think
0: I can I think I can speak for all the crazy people when I say Who are you, people?
1: <laughs> crazy. Crazy people, right? Yeah, well, like, nobody <laughs> genuinely crazy if you can't help. No, like, no, no, no. Yeah. All
0: jokes I mean, aside. All jokes aside. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, I like I like what you're saying, and that sounds like a good deal. So, so you're trying to represent for all the, uh, you know, just people who yeah.
1: struggle mentally because mm-hmm. there's just always a stigma to it. So that's everything I make. My last tape has yeah. aspects of that. The movies I want to write have aspects of that, mm-hmm. to where hopefully I can. Kill that stigma. Yeah, but that's already been started. But yeah, those are the things I want to make to where these timeless classic problems that I are actually thought provoking, like, like in some ways, Joker, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I want to make. 100%. I mean, and to make great things that touching those subjects. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, why not?
0: Yeah. I mean, fuck it. I mean, if it's if it's there for grabs, you might as well get it. Hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Huh well uh, and you know as we get to the end of this uh, little podcast here i do want to say aaron i really appreciate you coming out here man uh it really means a lot that you actually uh agreed to being on the show once more uh and with better quality so, so we yeah. got that going uh yeah so for everybody listening uh this man jayel hall you can find him on soundcloud he'll just go ahead and just give you some information on that
1: uh soundcloud apple music spotify anything all streaming platforms uh this tape is on i'll continue to put my music on Mm -hmm. um i thank everybody who has supported me listened to my music have given me feedback and who just reached out to me and saying that they enjoyed the things that i've made i cannot thank you enough i love you guys um i thank you cross for having me here because uh you honestly yeah you've been one of my longest friends for a while and then you obviously i've looked up to you because you continue to make dope things and i respect anybody who who channels all the all the things that they go through and make great shit and so, well i appreciate I that respect, man i appreciate bro. that
0: yeah, yeah man i one more time i just gotta say thank you for having me uh for everybody that just uh, decided to listen all the way through thank you guys for staying along and you know taking a listen uh, for future shows, uh, if you got any kinds of people you would like to see, uh, whether it's your, you know your local deli man, you know your local pizzeria, anything, you know, just be, even people that you deli feel. Man. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just trying to end on the show. But anyways, <laughs> if you got any kinds of guests that you want me to uh, try to talk to and you know try to inter- interact with, even like you know, just like I said earlier, just have a skit. Uh, just go ahead, uh, put them in the comments, you know, things like that. DM me if you want to, even if you feel like you're interesting enough to be able to talk to. Just go ahead. DM me, I I can promote you uh, things like that so, what I'm going to do.
1: Shout out to the deli man out there. Shout out to the
0: deli man. I used to be one. But, anyways, uh, you can follow me on Facebook. I mean, add me on Facebook. It's uh, CrossBlocker. You can follow me on uh, Instagram. It's CrossBlocker as well. Go figure. And you can also follow me on Twitter at PlayboyCrossy. Now, go ahead and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's going to change in a minute. But, anyways, I'm going to have up not too long from now uh, Twitter for a Town, And you can find me on Instagram right now, a.cross.com. and it's my Instagram page for my podcast uh, where you can find my updates and uh, you know anything that's coming up guest related you know shows like that Uh, so just go along and uh, look out for my stand up just follow my Twitter my Facebook my Instagram all for stand up things uh, upcoming shows things like that And so that way we can just make sure that we're all connected. And uh, please, please, please show me to your friends. I will give you guys a big old hug and a small little kiss. But anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, My name is Cross.
1: I'm Jayo.
0: And I just want to appreciate you guys for coming across town. And we are signing off. Thank you. When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking
1: about. What
0: is
1: that? I know. <laughs> That's a, it was the fucking chemicals you put in it, Carson. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm reinflating my ego. No escaping this evil. All these power trips might turn to a superhero. Fuck all that flower shit. Go harder than Rob De Niro. Fuck frauds and counterfeits. Round them up like they illegal.
0: Alright man, yeah, damn, another good show. Hell yeah, that's all I'm talking about. Man, appreciate you coming on out here, man. It really means a lot that you did. No, man. Thank you for having me, bro. It was fun. Yeah, of course, man. You gotta support each other, you know, you gotta be doing all sorts of things. Yeah, of course. yeah man. So uh after this, what you got going on? Not much. Just making more music,
1: writing some scripts. What, what the fuck? Uh, who the are, fuck is that? I... You expecting somebody? No, are you? Nah, nigga, this is your house. <laughs> Hey, yo, JL, I know you in there, man. What the fuck? Tony? D- Tony, you know this guy? Yeah, some fucking record label dude trying to sign me. What the fuck? Uh, oh, what the fuck? JL, you gotta come out here, man. What the fuck are you doing here? All
0: right, okay, all right, here, look, here's what we're gonna do. I got a gun out back. We're gonna go out back and we're gonna take care of this, all right? You
1: are. Uh, JL, I'm supposed to make you a star!